The Matrix Minute. 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 Matrix. Minute. 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 I'm just setting it up. Just give me a few minutes to yep. set it up. It's great. Okay, now it's set up. Okay. L- let me just play the drums for a little bit. Please. No, it's okay. I don't have any drums. Play I'm drumless. You can, you can play the guitar. Oh, I don't have it next to me. Oh. First time. Well, First time. Uh, well, everybody, welcome back. I'm Phil. I'm your host again. I have a trivia, and the trivia is that we're almost into an hour of the film. That is incredible. And Jacob is here. Timmy's here. My question and is... And our special guest is... Is that proper Wait, wait, let's talk... Grammar? Let's, let's oh, yeah. Let's have our special guest Oh, talk. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello! I am a special guest! I think you might want to check your vocal it's, cords. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's the, the doctor. It's the man well, from the um, underworld. If you haven't guessed, we don't have a special guest this time. We're finally back uh, after this streak, this long streak of many, many people coming in, guesting and being great and adding their own uh, Matrix stories and uh, inputs into uh, our, our show. <laughs> we finally are at a spot where we're not having one this week and um it's a little break yeah it was just a little break and as much as we loved having all of them on um we couldn't do that because of uh some uh scheduling conflicts (laughs) scheduling uh issues yeah and the show must go on and uh, And here we are going on with the show (laughs) welcome to the matrix minute guestless or i'm jake and um i have trivia today Mm mm-hmm uh, I am sitting under a blanket. <laughs> That's right. Me too. To try to You're, cancel. I'm to talking to cancel ghosts. a new environment that is very not sound friendly. That sounds good, guys. You sound cool. great. Cool. And I'm Tim. And when shooting in the real world, real Ooh. world, whew, the real they world. used long lenses to separate the humans from the background, as opposed to when shooting in the Matrix. Short lenses were used to place the human in a, spe- a specific deep spaces. Okay, wait, let me think here for a second, because I couldn't yeah. tell. I always thought it was the opposite, visually. but I guess not. <coughs> well, basically, in the real world, um, basically, in the real, 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 you lo- use uh, long lenses. Talk normally. I can't talk normally at all. This is a special episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. You know, everything is like zoomed in. So you have I didn't like classic, that, mostly, but I remember that wide shot where, where Morpheus was like, "You wanted to know what the Matrix is," and that's true. Wasn't. I mean, there's 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 exceptions, but uh, everything in in the Matrix is like a really, uh, you know, like a sh- short lens. Everything's so you get like a thirty five or something like that that you can see the whole mm-hmm. spectrum. Hmm. I didn't notice that. I'm trying to think. Apparently, that's so what wait, I found so on what, the so internet. So, what real real world uh, is wide? <laughs> Matrix. Is, no, real world is close. Matrix is wide. Is a general yes. rule. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. That's Very a good cool. one. That's good. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool. Yes. Very cool. Welcome to minute 50. What is minute? Oh, 57, oh, I, I know right? It 57. It's 57. I know it's 57. 57 indeed. Welcome. 57. And 57 comprises of some interesting stuff we're going to talk about. And I'm glad we have the time to just talk about it on our own as much as we love having <laughs> guests like Niall and um, George and... Um, Patrick and all those other people that came over. It's nice to have a break. 
And so this is, this is what happens in minute... Hold on. 57. 57. Thomas Gandalf. Rob Dogan's track continues playing as Morpheus and Neo walk across the street filled with dull-looking, monotonous droves of people. Clubbed to death, Morpheus tells Neo is not the Matrix theme, despite what all of you YouTubers write. <laughs> no, they also true. write that John Williams composed the orchestral suit of The Legend of Zelda because they're idiots. Neo is puzzled and walks through the dull green street and sees a striking woman in Amazing. a red dress. Guess what? She turned into an agent. The program is frozen and Neo is taught a lesson about the sentient programs called agents. For for some reason, Neo thought they were in the Matrix, but they're not, and that's the minute. Neo was confused there for a moment. Neo is an idiot. That's, what, that's asked, what we learned. Neo, no, tune in to the Matrix to hear Neo ask riveting questions like "Why, who, me, when." <laughs> yeah. Neo is our guy. What the hell is Morpheus talking about? What do you mean? Uh, he's going all all about that everyone's an enemy, and I understand what he's trying to make a point about the agents and okay, everyone's well, unplugged. But then he's he's talking about that they'll fight it vigorously be, to protect the Matrix. What is he talking Look, about? I can I can do a dramatization. I can put the music behind me, which is the Matrix theme that I will put behind me. The, yeah, the, the Matrix the correct is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around. What do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people People are not ready to be unplugged, and many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. They don't know better. Morpheus is being overdramatic here. He's overdramatic, No, 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 no. I think no, what Morpheus is, he... is saying that they don't know how connected they are to the Matrix. They therefore... don't know the Matrix exists. Exactly. So how could they be protective of it? Because that's, that's their the only life. reality they know. Yeah. No, 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 but... but, but... That doesn't make sense. They, they, they don't understand the concept of the Matrix. They don't yeah. understand the concept of that being real. So how can yeah, they be protecting But to Morpheus, Morpheus is saying, we know. So therefore, Yeah, Morpheus is being wrong. A, an idiot as always he is. He's like, he's, everyone's wrong. Matrix is, is bad. He's that's being Morpheus dogmatic. Is, yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of the film. And I think that's, that's one of the... Well, it's funny that since we're watching this again and talking about every minute, I am really realizing that Morpheus is really dogmatic when he's coming, yeah. talking about these things in the Matrix. So like you said, Tim... Uh, just because people are plugged in and they don't know any better doesn't mean that they're enemies. It just means yeah. that they don't know what else to do. And they're not cheap. I mean, I, I would understand if they knew it and they choose to ignore it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But these people have no idea. These are generations that couldn't even tell that they're in the Matrix. And I mean, I understand his point. You know, he's trying to teach Neo about the agents that anyone's unplugged yeah. is technically an agent. But I always didn't pay attention to what he was saying before that part when it comes to the woman in the red dress, because that's the end point. But now listening to what he's got to say before, it's like it's just really getting dogmatic there. And like he's yeah, he's really preaching this whole, you know, yeah. these and people he, are not worth it because, you know. Well, he's not even saying, he's not saying they're not <clears throat> worth it. He's just saying that like, since we haven't freed them yet, we can't fully trust them. That's what he's saying. Okay. And in they're a sense, that makes people, sense. I guess. But then again, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. I don't think it's in there. Expendable. <coughs> I think he's just saying that you have to be careful. Okay, there's two ways to look at it. One way you could say that Morpheus is being, you know, like cautious and saying, be careful. Don't, you know, trust someone who's plugged in that much because you never know when they might turn into an agent or they won't understand, you know, like what you're here to do in the Matrix. But the other, on the other hand, maybe Morpheus is like we talked about being very dogmatic, saying like, you know, these are all people who, since they're not freed, you know, they don't understand the truth and blah, blah, blah. And he's sort of like 
yeah. talking from this yeah. like bird's eye point of view saying like since we know the truth therefore these people are are not like are not like us in a sense something like that right and which if, is a little bit you know us and them yeah. kind of stuff and that's really if we when, skip when, fo- when, forward yeah. up a bit and uh you know uh, a little bit of spoilery stuff well we learned that agents what they do when they imprint on other people if you kill that person they're currently like you know, uh, living in, or how should I say it? Inhab- in- inhabiting. Inhabiting, yeah. And then you kill that person, they kind of like die, and they then die. they turn and turn into that person, which means that person died. Yeah. You yeah. Which is yeah. Bit, kill, yeah, yeah. You kill the person who the agent was inhabiting. <clears throat> and it's kind of like, I guess, it ties in with this. I mean, Morpheus is like willing to go, you know, to protect your life. You kind of shoot these innocent people and they die. Well, and you have no other choice freed. because yeah. the agent is the one who is... Well, like I said, again, we can we can say that Morph is either being cautious or he's being a little, you know, pretentious and like... That's an inherent flaw of the system of the Matrix. Why do they program the Matrix to function that way and, and the, the agent program? Over? I don't know. Yeah, and then, the, and then the person dies. Like, you're losing crop. You're losing uh, your, your batteries. Sorry, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I mean, I well, guess yeah. they didn't anticipate so many, uh, you know, agents would have to transform so many bodies. But uh, at the end of the day, it's like... Somebody it should patch true. that, you know, a little, a little, a little update, a little firm, firmware update. And patch I mean, that. the agents could just literally uh, appear in a different spot. I mean, yeah, since it's all virtual, exactly. I mean, they could, they could be yeah, shooting they could be as anywhere. many agents as you wanted and they could die. <sighs> I think it's just, just a little them. movie thing that you can't really... I guess so. Yeah. Maybe they're just planning for the sequel. Well, what's funny about this, with all this uh, dogmatic talk... sequel? You mean <coughs> Agent Smith? Well... If we look at the batteries thing, it doesn't make sense. But if you look at the thing that everyone's brains is a, you know, is CPU. A, a CPU, then it makes sense, you know, that, that they have to kind of imprint on the whole brain for this kind of really sentinel kind of being to think, you know, because you have other, uh, other, I, well, there's no NPCs except animals, I guess, in this world, but buildings and things like that, that could be loaded off to some others, you know, hardware mm-hmm. to, be, to use the software, but the actual human beings... And their like will and to, to think has to be in a human brain, you know, for the process to work. So I guess these AIs as, as agents, so they're competent, they'd have to kind of imprint on someone's brain. I guess, but it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't okay. make much sense. If you, Philip, if you, what you, you want to say? Wow, you actually remembered. Okay. Uh, I, so I wanted to <coughs> say that evil. with all this stuff that Morpheus is talking about, he says it in such a cool way. It's, it's shot so well. The music is fitting right into that theme to drive the point of what Morpheus is saying. And I really love that um, that tapping on his head, you know, when, when he's talking about it. The very minds of the people and he's tapping on his head yeah. and doing all that body language. It's so cool. His, his presence is so cool. And guess what happens? This whole thing is probably um, uh, deliberately dogmatic and uh, black and white but mm-hmm. guess what everybody loved it when they watched the movie oh yeah man so they it's they, just now that i'm seeing that you know they yeah. are, they're, they're part of the church of the matrix that's right that happened <laughs> especially when you Morpheus. have such a no, no, church cool the open scene door, that, i think is the one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the i will show you open doors and then everyone does like and then when he does that everyone together does the sound going and and just imagine a sub- hundred people going <laughs> And the sub slogan is, you know, I can only show you at the door. You're <coughs> yeah. the one who has to walk through it. And then when everyone in the uh, no, 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 the church of the open door, all you have to do is walk in. Yeah, yeah there you yes. go. Yes, uh, like in the ceremony, you know, potluck uh, this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, the congregation when he says that, you're the one who has to stop, uh, step in or walk in. I don't know what it says. Everyone yeah. does one step forward. Ah, I like it. <laughs> Instead of Amen, he's just like. <laughs> and, and then they play the Matrix theme. Yes. Yeah. Like and then, like the more modern churches, they have like little steps drawn on the floor to see where to, you know, where to take the steps. Oh yeah, yeah, little lights. 
you know, it's, yeah, exactly. To guide you. So anyway, this place was, uh, this was shot in Pitt Street <coughs> in Sydney, Australia, downtown, and uh, Martin Place, which is uh, a mm. connecting area. And Martin Place has the fountain, the famous Martin Place fountain. Uh, that's where they filmed this, and uh, apparently it was a really, really stressful day for everybody to be filming this. No way. Yeah, it wasn't too great, wasn't going well for them. Was the birds? The birds were interacting people? There was just oh. too much traffic and too many people because uh-huh. and there was noises there's lots of there's like apparently there was like a jackhammer going off in the background and hey, at least there were planes audio yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah can you imagine yeah. that their studio that what's it called it's um stone street studios we're talking yeah. about Lord of the rings now yeah we're talking about Lord of the rings stone street is uh located right next to the airport it's hilarious that's what i'm saying can you like imagine right that? next to it we google earthed it and it's right there <laughs> So they have, yeah, I Our mean, shooting schedule is in between every takeoff. <laughs> but I think I think now they have these bigger studios, like the Kong Studio that they made after Lord of the Rings. Then they, they, um, they moved further away. They thought well, they didn't. They didn't move further away, but at least those things are reinforced and stable because like okay. the studios. Oh, yeah. Remember, like you, you, you obviously know this, Tim. Like the studios yeah. that they had for Lord of the Rings were basically just paint factories and yes. uh, old abandoned shacks. Which yeah. I think has a charm to it, though. Like, there was no real studio. Like, yeah, actually... but most studios besides Hollywood are like that. They're, like, usually, you know, old hangars or, yeah. you know, airplane hangars oh, or something man. like that. Do you remember that? What about that? the 007? That's in Sound England. Stage. That's... Isn't it like oh, the big those one? Are, those are big ones. One. Those are good ones. The studio, what is it called? Pinewood. Pine studio. Yeah, Pinewood. There we go. Pine, Pine Studios. Wood. And then there's Elstree, which is also pretty Twin good. Pine Studios. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's shooting in Atlanta now, right actually, now. Actually, it's Lone Pine now, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. So weird that um, Atlanta is now the new Vancouver. Is it? Yeah, all the MCU movies, all the big blockbusters are no shot, in, shot in uh, Atlanta for some reason now. I just know. That's good, like new I just jobs this, for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. For Atlanteans. <laughs> I just remember this great film that came out called Baby Driver. They shot that in uh, Atlanta for reasons yeah, they did. you were saying. Yeah. Yep, again, Atlanta's the new. I wonder if they're just good. migrating. Are they like too expensive at one guess place what? or they just find a new place? I think so. Tim, I think that's what it Tim is. guess what? Guess what? What? Um, our, our state of Indiana, where. Yeah. I don't know if uh, well Scott Corelli actually lives there, mm-hmm. uh, but many Hollywood studios—I don't like saying the word Hollywood—but you know what I mean. The film, yeah, we, we know it. the big they ones. All, they all sort of were kind of hoping that Indiana, because they had this opportunity. There was this legislation coming through to the state where they could have tax cuts for uh, film productions, mm-hmm. and they rejected it. Indiana rejected yeah. it. Yeah, that makes sense. There you go. So they lost it. They lost it. And then man. you know, if they did that, man. Everybody would be filming. But that's very predictable, though. That Indiana would have been like, <laughs> dude, no, yeah. no need. Speaking of Indiana, I was looking at uh, Google Maps. You know, like Google Earth. I was mm-hmm. just looking at Indiana, just you know where Anderson is and, mm-hmm. and Mr. Indianapolis. <laughs> it's just endless fields and grid rows. Yeah, yeah. Fields, that was so. Fields. It gave me anxiety just looking at those roads. It's like, what is happening? This is like the Matrix. It's just like a like. <laughs> well, well, we do live in Mr. Anderson, Indiana. So yeah, that is crazy. It, it was to. just like a was grid line of roads, and in between was just farms, and there's like a little road that comes to a farmhouse, and it was just a, like a millions of them. There was yeah, nothing. Yeah. There was no forest. There was no grass. Nope. There was just endless fields. fields endless fields. <laughs> yeah, like I remember going to school. How is that I, not depressing? Well, I think this part of it is is kind of like you kind of for anyone who doesn't know, Jake and I used to live in <coughs> Anderson, Indiana, for a lot of a long time. Yeah, when we were kids, and it was, I mean, it was kind of I, I wouldn't probably say depressing, but it definitely isn't necessarily inspiring. Like, well, once, like once there was started, no hill, there was nothing. I mean, I, that's where no. I grew up as well. It was just fields, agriculture as well. It's like it, it I hate it. It's like I know yeah. some people find like 
poeticness in it, like endless fields, like a sea of grain. <laughs> but it depends <laughs> like, what kind of fields. Like if you're talking about like English green pastures, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, corn. Like corn. But it's all flat too. That's you so know? exciting. Tornado warnings every time there's a storm. Yeah, it's just um, flatness. Oh yeah, that's right. But like when we got older, we decided we were like just getting so sick of it. And the more older you get, the more you're mm-hmm. like, no. I nope, think when you're younger, nope. you don't really mind because mm-hmm. you're doing other oh, you're things, down. like going to school yeah. or whatever, going to your friend's house. But then when you get older, you're like, there's nothing really here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the Matrix. Uh, everyone's really rude in this program. But the worst Jimmy McDonald's. Is, <laughs> that's you know. Yeah, we talked about last time that it's a. Uh, oh, sorry, what McDonald's? A lot of McDonald's. Never mind. Yeah, like three of them, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, what what were we saying? The, the, I mean, these uh, they don't have good pathfinding these these programs. They're just yeah, they like just why? bump into Neo all yeah. the time. Well, here's what I want to say about the scene. Let's what I liked about it is that um, The Woman in the Red Dress. This is oh, yeah. I love her. She's so in much. this one, yep. Um what I like about the scene is that it is a very fresh feeling scene because while we're watching the movie and while these layers are unraveling, we get to go back into the construct, not the matrix, but I like that you kind of get this sense that like, oh, okay, you know, we're, we're learning even more stuff and we're, how far are we in the film? 57 minutes in, mm-hmm. you're still learning stuff. Well, yeah. but it's all very important yeah. for the world story. building. Yeah. Yeah. World building. And it's, it's getting even more complex. Remember we started in the city with a chase scene we had no clue it was about and now we're here already we learned about neo we learned about the real world we learned about the matrix this entire backstory now we're learning about how to interact within the matrix uh how these freed humans how they survive you know chasing uh, running away from agents how what are the specifics you know to protect yourself uh so it's it's cool because it's like you know uh you're still like getting into the story but it's not at all you know heavy hitting or just like really like you know hammering the plot except morpheus is hammering his dog well yeah he is yeah but, he but is, you're listening to him because you're fun like and this yeah, yeah. you're I like what is he morpheus. talking about and so that's what i like about this scene and it perfectly illustrates for the audience as well yeah because a lot what of, he's a trying lot... to say otherwise you wouldn't i would probably not understand what the hell he's talking about if it was just him sitting on the chairs explaining this oh man boring like, imagine, imagine this, ready? How to make the Matrix worse. <laughs> yes, yes. Give, give, us, give us your best Here pitch. Here we go again. Think about this. These 57 minutes, they weren't at all shot. It's just scrolling text. <gasps> that would be the best. Oh, it's no. in sometime in 2099, humans wage Didn't we talk about this machines? with size? Yes, yes. Did we, did we, we talked Because the guy said that, like, every, usually, I know it's going to be a terrible movie, that it's going to have, like, the text. But, but we didn't ma- mention the Matrix having that, though. No, we didn't, but that, yeah. imagine that. Imagine, imagine that. And so all these 57 minutes are just you're reading the for old, a minute or two minutes. <laughs> and then we, then we cut into here or something. Imagine if it's Club to Death playing and there's text. The It's in the Matrix font. In green. Yes. Oh, no, no, it's... Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be... No, uh, no. Like, like going... Yeah, like all those eighties. Like, yes. well, I have to say, the only two ones that were actually good for some reason, Star Wars pulled it off. Which and, do you know the story about? Star and then Wars. Terminator pulled it off too. And Tell me the story, but I think it's I okay in it. Blade Runner as well. Oh yeah, the Blade Runner one too. So, so you know the the um, what's it called? The movie Bratz, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the movie Bratz. Uh, Brian the movie De Palma, Bratz. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh right. The, the, the group of Marty, uh, Marty Scorsese. So uh, when uh, George Lucas did a cut of the movie, he showed it to all of them. 
And it was <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and know. everyone kind of looked at like, holy crap, this is bad. And uh, De Palma, he's the one who suggested, you know, like, why don't you put a, a you know, like, no one understands who these people are. What are they fighting for? <laughs> what's going on at all? It just starts thing happening. So why don't you just put like a little text crawl over there, you know, and that to explain where everything is. And that's, that's, uh, so there's, so it's, uh, I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> that's cool. So, so, so it could have been. Well, Jacob, I have these wonderful making of Star Wars <laughs> books. You can you can borrow them. I should read probably them. read those. They're pretty good. Point. They're pretty darn good. I like them. Um, they have pictures. <laughs> I have I have notes, guys. Come on, I have Picture. lots of notes. Buddy, oh. buddy. Let's let's take a look at the Tiger. scary cop for a second. Okay. Sexy cop, no. not scary cop. He's terrifying. Sexy cop. Look at him. Look, look, okay, let's let's stop. Is he going to be the screenshot or the red woman? Okay, I would for cop. Look well, at red woman, man. I think the. Cop, know, cop, look at his, look at his sexy. <laughs> okay, the cop. Look, look at him. He's uh, he's got like sexy thighs. He's, he's got, got a clean pants, Look at man, the, he's look. got some really tight pants. Tight pants. Look at that jaw, man. You could, you got. Oh, look, you could you cut glass with that thing. Chiseled <laughs> and that diamonds. dimple, that dimple. Look at that. He's oh, yeah. glorious with that. What are you talking about? That's not scary. I, I think, think Neo's he's terrifying. Scary. I think he's just like from. He just came out of the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Scary. <laughs> oh, also, it's funny that he's Liquid putting, Cop um, from Terminator Two. <laughs> but he's resting his <coughs> leg on the car. Yeah, I, I think funny. I think Mouse is a, a bit bi. I think you know everyone's just concentrating <laughs> on the on the red woman, but uh, I think he's exploring his sexuality oh, on that cop as well. Time, maybe someone <laughs> else programmed this in. No one uh? can program these stuff like Mouse and and Tank. No, no, no. Mm, you're right. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so Did you guys think? I, I just because we were like saying, "Oh, this is so uh, you know obvious." The Neo's an idiot that he thinks he's in the Matrix. But I think I remember watching this for the first time. I thought we're in the Matrix as well. I think this is a for the audience yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally because it's a shock. You know, like you know, like oh no, Neo's gonna die. But no, it's true. And I love this effect that everyone freezes. Well, how is this done, Philip? Um, they just freeze the film and they're on okay, the wait, screen. Okay, wait, Philip, let me ask you. Oh, is it just a green screen? Yeah, dude, it's just like, look at that. It's just still images. Um, you don't have to do anything. It's on a tripod. It's a, it's a, all the shots where, where everything is That frozen. is true. Nothing's moving. Yeah, you're wait, right. Philip, Philip, do we miss any notes that I'm, you wanted we, to cover earlier? Well, I wanted to talk about a lot of things. Well, then let's we'll do talk that. about them. Let's do it. Okay, well, I wanted to say I'm just that giving you is, some space because you. all I am is just the co-host okay. and all you are is just the co-host and all yeah. Tim is the co-host. <laughs> Look at me. This putting me down like a dog. <laughs> what do you mean? We're all co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. Equal level. Equal oh, that's level. That's no, no, it's like, no, it's okay. Except I'm the one with the mo- with the notes that I wrote beforehand. Because Philip, you can say anything. You don't have to be like, wait, wait for me. Okay, uh, so Morpheus' yeah, monologue uh, about the people inherent into the system, I just wanted to mention how much I liked how he delivers it and how it's written, and um, it's, it's my favorite exposition in the whole movie, in my opinion. I just like how he's talking and how they filmed it, like how it, the crowd is bumping into him, the music's playing. Morpheus is usually shot from behind, and you can see his back, and he sometimes turns to the camera almost and stuff like that, and I just... I thought it was cool. I just, the feeling of it is yeah. really neat. And we can talk about Club to Death. Let's not. <laughs> I just wanted to say that it came out in 1995. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's by Rob Dogan, and he's an Australian composer and mixer. He does remixes mm. and uh, also did something called Hard Times, which is a single that uh, got popular sometime in 1995. Hey, is the music that. video from him too? Remember we watched the music video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that 2095? That, no, that was uh, later because it, because it's an it's a it's a song that actually came from another movie. Mm-hmm. It you know what the movie's called? 
Club to Life? Club to Death. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a French film about clubs and oh, some interesting. girl and club. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it came out in 1997, and that's where that music video came from. It has nothing to do with the movie, but uh, it's probably better production value than the film was. And uh, yeah, that's, that's Club to Death, some Club to Death info for you. That's I actually know about Hard Times. That's a classic house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like 90s uh, house. Hmm. Early house stuff. Awesome. No, I didn't know. Awesome, boss. Awesome. And uh, Rob Dogan got super popular after The Matrix, clearly, and everybody paid attention to him then. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Co- no, we're not the so anyway, girl. Um, now that they're talking, and then what do we see? We see the woman in the red dress. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool. This is a good example of digital grading because you wouldn't be able. I don't think you'd be able to get this if you did it uh, chemically, photochemically. You might have. You might get what though? Uh, that kind of effect where her dress is just so warm and red mm-hmm. with all the other washed out, uh, you know, acid uh, acidy green all around her. I mean, you can do it uh, with proper set design. You could, you could do that. And with makeup, you know, don't have put like red lipstick on anyone. That's and right. And just give yeah. them a little bit of paler makeup so their faces yeah, are yeah, not... Yeah, you, you know what? You're right. You could actually just t- like... Makeup could practically give, just give them it. all a little bit of a Makeup build a set. Make everybody kind of greenish. Uh, put their makeup like that, all the costumes like that. And uh, maybe put a filter over the camera a little bit to change that and... But yeah, but uh, this is a pretty good example of digital grading um, and, you know, what you can do with just a couple of clicks. Mm-hmm. Couple so anyway, there clicks. she is. Wonderful slow motion shot. I love how um, that reveal goes on where these people are sliding away from the camera. They're walking by and you just see her. Oh, just, yeah, that's, oh. A, that's a good and I just, just, blocking there. Yeah, don't you want to see, like, that guy behind her? I keep looking at that guy more often. The cool days. guy, the fashion guy? Yeah, the, it's young Severus Snape right there. There he is with his lady. He's awesome. He's got that Simona shot. By the way, when lady you, looks sad. When you when he <laughs> so does the freeze frame and there's like a the the like the uh, big shot. What do you say? Big shot? No, it's not a big shot. White shot. The big shot. White shot. There you go. The big shot. Uh, you can actually clearly see the twins. There's um some of them are not next to each other. There's like a neo copy guy on the right, and then he's on oh, the yeah, left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is the there's two bald, bald men are yeah. walking behind. In that wide shot, each yeah, other. Yeah. You can actually see uh, the other the other copies. There's what two, the, all the way on the right. There's two twins with like little white and blue shirts, and they're right next to each other. <laughs> and behind Look them, it looks like Martin Freeman holding a gun, but I don't know what that is about. Oh, I see it! Yes, <laughs> holy cow! <coughs> what is this? It is Martin Freeman with a gun. What? what? That's hilarious. Oh, that's good. I love these gems we find. I want to mention something about the woman in red because she's played by uh, Fiona Johnson, who's an Australian actor, and uh, she pretty much stopped doing movie work after The Matrix. Hmm. Um, but she's more of a model, I guess. But she also, her last movie was... I mean, she's a modely. You know what movie she was in last? I thought it was The yes. Matrix. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. No way. Yes. Wow. She, she's just, she? she's one of the extras in the, in that, you know, that bar oh no way that's hilarious wait was it was the new the 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 cameo star wars shot in uh, australia as well australia that's why why there all these people are showing up since you mentioned the club we should mention officially who else is in that scene in a star wars episode two is the guy who tries to sell obi-wan death sticks we talked about that last we did but i don't think (laughs) we like completely clarified oh yeah we just mentioned it so the the actor from mouse plays that you want to buy some death sticks that guy yeah 
And so, mm-hmm. got to mention that again. Yeah. Um, she's also wearing red in in the bar scene as well. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Fits her skin well. And it's, it's it's just so funny how this is one of those images in the Matrix movie that has a big impression as well. Don't you think? Like she's just yeah, no. there for like two shots, and, and everyone remembers it, kind of thing. Yeah, everybody remembers it. Well, it's interesting because I think the Matrix, like a lot of um, pieces of, I guess we could say art. You know, they, they remix stuff from, from previous ideas and older films and things like that. So I think The Matrix has a lot of uh, elements that kind of remind you of things you've probably seen before, but they do them again in their own original way. And so The Woman in Red, I think, is, you know, because like similar things have been done. Let's say like, I don't know, this is later, obviously, let's say Schindler's List. Little girl <laughs> I was just going to say, is this little girl from Schindler's <laughs> List? Things like she that. She survived. Be- <laughs> it's something, it's something like, um, that I'm sure has been done before, but you know, that's part of making stuff. You, you, hey, look you at that. We got photos. Way. We got photos. Yeah. I send you the photo shoot. Some old pinups. The, the, in the middle one is where we see later on mouse looking at, um, when he's in the Matrix. But this is actually the whole photo shoot of the woman in the red dress. Mm. Fiona Johnson. I didn't get anything. I have a good uh, little story about Fiona Johnson. And um, according to Phil Osterhaus, whom we should get at some point, <laughs> somehow. Um, so according to him, when Fiona came to do a costume fitting, and then she waited outside the set. So, and then so they're just doing a costume fitting and she's waiting outside. And across the street, there was this guy who was pulling out his car from from a garage and he was so distracted by her that he accidentally backed up too fast and then scraped the top of his car and just uh, sort of drove away because mm, he wasn't perfect. paying attention he was looking at the woman in the red dress oh i see that that makes that makes sense they, they, they figured it out so this effect like we were talking and about she's earlier. in a red dress because of the red pill no i'm kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> definitely and they were like red pill red dress yes so this effect is obviously a freeze frame Yep, it's just a freeze frame. And you can tell, I always could tell a long time now, ago. Now they wouldn't do that. Now because of the totally... pigeons. The pigeons are motion blurred. Well, I think that's fun. I think that's kind of cool. That's fine. I'm just saying that that's an easy way to tell. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I guess I guess if they were... Like, it would be like one of those. Yeah. Hold still, What pigeons, if it was now, still. it would be like a 3D, you know. Like, yeah, would, yeah, they would be moving their camera. They would move the camera around. To be honest, but I think it's cool. really done really well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they could have done it back then. They would just do the whole. Well, they couldn't really because you have to do. You mean screen. have everybody do the uh, the yeah the. Wasn't 60. that like last last year? There was this meme going around where people made uh, you know those uh, like oh yes the, the, the mannequin, mannequin challenge yeah. yeah mannequin challenge. What I also wanted to say is that um, you're an idiot. I forgot. <laughs> I know. I know that. There's Martin Freeman in the background with a shotgun for some we reason. Should, we should link him. <laughs> what if Neo had a camera in there and he just starts taking pictures? I just take a picture for the for, for the scrapbook. Up ladies' skirts. Oh no! Oh no! Or th- this is getting bad. Okay, we're done. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! There was something I wanted to say. What did you want to say, Jacob? Uh, I love how Neo ducks. It's just like, <laughs> man, that photo shoot. That's complete. Like her makeup is quite different from the one when they filmed in, filmed in the movie. Oh yeah, this is like deliberately. I think they just sat there like, let's make it, you know, classic 50s pinup. Yep, I forgot what I wanted to say. It doesn't matter. We maybe okay. think of it next so, episode. Maybe next episode. Then the agent shows up, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, there he is. He's, he points his desert eagle. Yep, he does. At Neo and Neo ducks and goes, <gasps> <gasps> should have done that. 
in the Matrix, the worst version. I remember when uh, Lawrence Fishburne was talking to the Wachowskis and they're like, okay, how should I say freeze it? <laughs> put, my, put my arm up and go freeze it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, just, no, 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 no. Just, just, so, just say it. Can we like link? <laughs> He's yeah, Moses. We should. Freeze it. What? What, Philip? <laughs> Jacob? Well, yeah, we'll link it. We'll link it. Anybody got anything else to say as we leave? Um... No, I have nothing to say, honestly. Okay. So everyone, uh, thank you for listening. Yes, thank the you. Minute. <laughs> this was a very mellow episode, but we, we covered a lot of ground. A yeah, lot we of talked ground. about a lot really of stuff. Great. A lot it's of ground. Really great Grilly. stuff. Yes. And uh, this um, is the only time we'll, we'll see Agent Smith with Morpheus and Neo together in a same hmm. shot. The yeah. Holy Trinity. I think I think that we can end this. This is a special episode because since we're back and it's chill, I think we don't have to plug anything this week. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? The Matrix just chill that out. One. That's the that's one. The, also, there's only one. There also, could be only one. The Matrix. Also, mad ups to our to wonderful comment we got on on the Matrix Minute page or the discretion discretion group. Oh, yes, comment! That was an I awesome comment. I got excited about a comic. Mad ups to the new the new encouragement message we got. We love you. I love you at least. Yes, we, we got a, some really really awesome. nice encouragements, and we just uh, appreciate it a lot. And it was very just such kind things you had to say about us. Thank you. And we hope uh, we continue to do an okay job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially okay. since we're moving on to the second half. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll be back. See you next time. Next time. Bye. Next time.